Welcome to the Discover Your Personal Power podcast, the show to help you live a life filled with peace, purpose, and power. My goal on this podcast is to give you something fun and meaningful to make your day a little brighter. I want to help you find your light and your personal power within. My name is Peggy Moore, and I'm a wife and a mother of over 30 years, a nurse for over 20 years, and a certified professional coach and wellness advocate with doTERRA Essential Oils. Discover Your Personal Power is for those of you who want more. Instead of barely getting by or letting all the outside voices of expectations and opinions drive your actions, This podcast and my coaching program helps you to stop and contemplate, evaluate, and consider what you want most in life. Discovering your personal power is about figuring out what kind of life you want to have, what your core values and primary goals are, and how you want to show up in this world. Instead of just swimming to keep up, it's about thriving and flourishing and becoming the woman of your dreams. Sharon Eubanks said it like this, this world needs women who are joyful, righteous, articulate, different, and distinct. The world needs you, the best of you. Today, we're talking about a vibrant and meaningful life. What does a vibrant and meaningful life mean to you? Have you ever stopped to think about that? I know as a teenager, I had lots of ideas of the amazingly vibrant and meaningful life that I wanted to have and what it looked like. And then somehow, somewhere, life got hard. Adulting no longer looked like the fantasy that I had imagined. I remember, or actually, I always say I don't remember, a particularly hard year when my husband was deployed for almost the entire year. I think he was home for two weeks of that year. He was in the Army at that time and had deployed to Kuwait and Iraq. And I had a three-year-old and a six-month-old, and I was in a new town being basically a single mom. I say I don't remember that year because I don't remember all the details. It was a tough year. My six-month-old was so colicky and screamed literally for four to six hours a day. My three-year-old was a busy toddler, and I remember always being tired and walking through the day like a zombie going through the motions. And I'm sure all moms with littles can relate to this. Russian philosopher George Gurdjieff taught that most humans do not possess a unified consciousness and thus live their lives in a state of, quote, waking sleep. He says that it's possible to awaken to a higher state of consciousness and achieve full human potential, but one has to take the energy and the effort to do that. He teaches how to increase and focus attention and energy in various ways and to minimizing daydreaming and that absent-mindedness of just kind of walking through life and going through the motions. This inner development in oneself is the beginning of a possible further process of change. That change by choice, 
the choice to wake up and not just to live our day like we're in a zombie or we're just going through the motions, but learn to appreciate and enjoy and give space and be present with our family and have those moments to cherish. How many of you spend much of your day lots amidst the intricacies of the day, automatically reacting to each event or circumstance that crosses your path? Sometimes I think we lose contact with who we are and who we can be. Much like that year of my life spent playing a single mom in Coppers Cove, Texas, life can feel like being stuck racing on the ever-spinning hamster wheel without ever choosing and living intentionally. The Gurdjieff teaching posits a work on oneself so that we can participate actively in each moment without getting caught up in it. The result is not only a deeper, more vivid experience of life, but also the ability to see what is missing, to observe the choices that we make, to discover who we are and who we want to be and how we want to show up in this moment of time. This aim of active participation in one's life is not easy. It takes a little practice. It requires some constant and repeated effort. The daily practice of being awareness of our mind and our feelings and our body and then the connection between all of those. My husband finally came home, my daughter finally stopped crying, and my son turned into a wonderful four-year-old. Sometimes I wish I had woken up and savored the moments more, but I also remind myself there are many seasons and in life, and it's okay. As I've gotten older, I often think about my purpose and my passions, and what a vibrant and meaningful life means to me. Victor Frank says, man's search for meaning is the primary motivation in his life and not a secondary rationalization of instinctual drives. This meaning is unique and it's specific in that it must and can be fulfilled by him alone. Only then does it achieve a significance that will satisfy his own will to meaning. So for the meaning of life, it differs from each person to each person. And it can differ from day to day, from hour to hour. What matters, therefore, is not the meaning of life in general, but rather the specific meaning of a person's life at that given moment. And I feel like in order to be able to recognize that, we really have to tap into that ability to be present. To be present and to give space to our family members and to really recognize what that rich and vibrant and meaningful life is for us. Now, I live in Okinawa, Japan. Okinawa is like heaven on earth. It is warm and beautiful and clean, and the people are amazing. Behind my house is a lovely promenade where you will see people young and older walking every day. 
It's not unusual in the mornings to drive by a work crew that's standing together doing stretches and getting ready for their new day together. The Okinawan people are so respectful. I often see little ladies out covered from head to toe, no matter how warm it is outside. The Japanese sun is hot and they like to keep their skin light, so they will cover themselves from head to toe. But they'll be out walking and picking up trash as they go. They respect their home, their land, and their environment. We have a local man who can be seen walking his bull. We have a man who does yoga with goats. And sometimes you will see chickens pecking at the ground. Okinawans live a healthy lifestyle of movement, seasonal fresh fruits and vegetables. No, you can't buy strawberries year round in Okinawan markets because they eat what's in season so that it's fresh and free of additives and preservatives. Okinawans also have one of the highest number of individuals that live to be over a hundred years of age in the world. And Okinawan women live longer and have fewer diseases than anywhere else in the world. See, what a great place that I live. I wanna tell you all this because I wanna introduce you to this word called Ikigai and I hope I'm saying that right. I asked my Japanese friends and I believe that's right. It's I-K-I-G-A-I. Ikigai is a combination of the Japanese words Iki, which translates to life, and then Gai, which is used to describe value or worth. So Ikigai is all about finding joy in your life through purpose. Ikigai is what gets you up in the morning and keeps you excited and motivated throughout your day. Having Ikigai brings peace and purpose and power to your life. Part of the Ikigai is a sense of community. Okinawans from an early age are taught respect for their homeland and their community. They practice Yuimaru a teamwork and they live by the principle to treat everyone like a brother even if you've never met them before they contribute to their community consistently and well into their later years retirement is actually not a thing for okinawans they need purpose to get them up in the morning and drive them throughout the day so they will work or find activities or be involved in the community well until their into their later years. It is lovely to watch and soak in the culture here in Okinawa. I want to talk to you about finding your Ikigai. What does Ikigai mean to you? What does that vibrant and meaningful life mean to you? Here are some questions to consider when you're pondering or journaling about this question. So start by putting together a journal page of the top 10 things that you spend time on during your week this week. After writing them down, ask yourself if these things are adding purpose and value to the meaningful life that you want to create. Ask yourself, is it something that I love doing? Is it something that the world needs? Is it something I'm good at? Is it something that supports my ikigai? Remember that we all have a unique reason for being. 
which may be adjusted or transformed many times over the years. In those early years of childbearing and being a mom of toddlers, my purpose was to raise my little humans with love and compassion and enough structure to help them grow up to be responsible men and women. Our ikigai can change and morph with our age. And that's why it's so important to wake up, so to speak, and take notice of your life. Are you living the vibrant and meaningful life of your dreams? Maybe in 2021, it's time to refocus your New Year's resolutions and embrace the peace, purpose, and power that you can gain by discovering your ikigai. We all have the capacity to do noble or terrible things. The side of the equation we end up on depends on our decisions, not on the conditions in which we find ourselves. Let's talk a little bit more about some specific things you can do to embrace your ikigai and discover your purpose in your vibrant and meaningful life. Number one, embrace your true self. Brene Brown put it so beautifully when she said, Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. I love that. I spent so many years trying to be the person that I thought I was supposed to be, trying to be what other people told me I should be, till I let go and embraced myself and who I was and who I wanted to be and it is made all the difference in the world. As we evolve and grow in the different stages of our lives, it may look different from season to season and that's okay. Gone is my colicky baby and my toddlers and just as they grew up and matured and found their purpose in life, I found mine and it's something I work on every day. As we learn to embrace our true self, we learn that approval from others is not needed and not necessary. Knowing and understanding your true self means knowing your goals, your dreams, your values, and what a rich and meaningful life means to you. Embracing your true self is a process of reflection and self-discovery. This also means not comparing yourself to others. So number one was embrace your true self. Number two, evolve from within. There are so many ways we can do this. One of the best ways that I found is by that by journaling. Lucy Dacus said, journaling allows for your completely unaltered voice. Journaling allows you to get your thoughts, your feelings, your desires on paper. This allows you to look at things more objectively and then decide, is this really right for me? If you want to take your journaling to the next level and follow along with this weekly podcast, go to Amazon and get the Discover Your Personal Power, a 12-month journal, calendar, and planner, or the Discover Your Personal Power workbook. Both of them have journal prompts and activities to help you define and create your vibrant and meaningful life. I will leave a link in the show notes, but I have planned out this podcast for the entire year and the themes and things that we will talking be talking about weekly all show up in that 12-month journal with lots of fun journal prompts and activities. So check it out on Amazon. 
So number first in creating the rich and vibrant and meaningful life of our dreams is embracing ourselves and who we are. The second is evolving and a great way to do that is by journaling and digging deep. Third is by rituals and routines. Heinzelman and King suggested that routines, patterns, time blocking, and clean environments can all contribute to an increased ability to make sense of one's environment, which in turn can lead to an increased sense of meaningfulness. Simple ways to induce a cognitively coherent environment are to implement things like a fixed routine. One of the things I've really worked on this year is getting my morning routine and my evening routine a little more coherent and a little more specific so that I start each day in a way that I know that I'm going to feel great for the day and I end the day on a good note that helps me relax, be calm, and be able to go to sleep already ready for the next day. I think it's important to schedule tasks, but also to schedule things like downtime, time for exercise, time for things that you really enjoy, time to just be able to sit and to ponder or to enjoy the environment, like sitting outside on the beach or outside getting some fresh air and soaking up that vitamin D. So that was number three, creating rituals and routines. Number four is simply accepting what you cannot change. Living in the here and now, waking up, not going through the motions, running on that hamster wheel, but really taking the time to be present, to give space, and to accept the things that we cannot change. And number five is to nurture relationships. Making connections with other individuals and maintaining relationships is a reliable way to develop a sense of meaningfulness. As we speak kindly to others and we practice kindness and we practice gratitude, it enriches others' lives as well as our life. Studies have actually shown that people who report fewer social connections, loneliness, or ostracism yield lower reports of meaningfulness in their life. So make sure to focus on your relationships, especially those relationships that make you feel like you belong. A sense of belonging and connectedness is so important for a vibrant and meaningful life. My words for 2021 are to create connections and renew relationships. I have been blessed with so many friends in my life because I've lived in so many different places and I really want to take 2021 to really focus on renewing those relationships and then creating new connections in my life and in the community that I live in. Remember that sense of community that we talked about with the Japanese people? One of the key secrets to life longevity for the Japanese people is to make an effort to stay active until the very end. Staying active and busy gives the Japanese people purpose and it guides them. It can help guide you and push you to make things of beauty and utility for yourself and your community. 
I hope you guys take some time this week to think about what a rich and vibrant and meaningful life means to you. What is your ikigai? Remember to accept and nurture your true authentic self. There's only one you. Find some way to wake up and take note by journaling. Establish some rituals or routines that bring joy to your life. Accept what you cannot change and be present. Nurture your relationships by creating connections and renewing relationships. I hope you guys have a fabulous week. If you love this podcast, please share with friends and leave a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what you think. Have a great week. And until we meet again, my friends.